when I was asking people, what would be a dream for you? Well, I'd like a more fulfilling job. I'm like, that's good enough. <laughs> we can start there. I'd like to be respected for my skill set. Great. Let's start there. Welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma the Let's Career, Eat Grandma Warrior Warrior Career Warrior Podcast. And welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today's episode is for the brave professional who wants to make a change in their career. My gosh, if you are feeling like some sort of change is coming in your life or you want to make a change, then you need to listen to this episode because we're going to be covering some important considerations for career change and how to even think about where you want to go next. I know so many individuals are fighting just to get out of the position that they're in right now, and moving to that next position is not so easy. Now, the guest for today is somebody who can deliver, I think, follow through on this topic better than anyone else I can imagine. Her name is Clara Chorley, and she's an old friend of mine and a partner here at Let's See Grandma. I actually met her in 2017 in a uh, really cold New York winter. And she just knows her stuff and she has she's a well-respected career coach in this space. Clara believes that brave decisions are the pathway to the lives we want to live and the professional success we dream of. Since 2009, Clara has been a highly impactful career strategist, thought partner, and trauma-informed personal coach. She helps leaders in the business world untether from habits and environments that are wearing them out and take control of their careers and health. Clara's unique international background spans from five continents and 48 countries. She's well-traveled, and she has supported professionals from a multitude of industries in humanitarian, startup, and Fortune 100 organizations. Clara is a TEDx presenter, author of Turn, Four Steps to Clarity in Your Career, and creator of the 5D Framework for Navigating Career Change. So in this episode, which we have just recorded, I'll tell you this conversation was invigorating because we not only discuss what is needed to make that career change, hence it's a lot of bravery and it's a lot of courage to take that next step, but what are some of those financial perhaps considerations that you need to think about? And really, is this next move you're looking to make, is it just a fleeting desire or is it something that you really are called to do and you should do without a doubt, full confidence, steam ahead. So I will waste no more time and dive right into this episode, but I encourage you as a listener to go back and repeat elements of this episode, especially if they resonated with you and to connect with both Claire and myself on LinkedIn. We would love to know that you listened to this episode. Without further ado, here's episode 312 of the Career Warrior Podcast. Clara, welcome to the show. Welcome back, I should say. Chris, thank you. Really excited about our conversation today about bravery. I'm so excited to. We receive so many intake you know, questionnaires of people who are wanting to make some sort of change in their life. Folks who want a very quick resume turnover and putting a lot of thought into where you're headed next. I don't think people are doing, especially those who are coming for their resume advice, and things like that. So can you first of all, speak to the importance of knowing where you're headed next? And then we'll talk about bravery, which I think is a really exciting theme here. The importance of knowing where you're heading next. I think if you, you know, most people are looking to live lives where they feel like themselves, where they feel some ease and some contentment. 
we're societally ravaged right now by loneliness, by anxiety, by sort of flailing around and just grabbing at things, especially with the professional climate that everyone's swimming in right now. Everyone's affected by to varying degrees. Clarity of your own path is like this little island of sanity amidst this chaos. It's important for your peace of mind, for your heart, for your relationships. And it's not an easy thing to do. I mean, you get people coming to you all the time. I, they come to me sometimes as well via leg. I just got to get a resume out there, you know, and I end up, and right. I know some of your team ends up in the conversation of like, well, okay, but what are we driving the resume towards? Like, what is it you want? And there's this default of, well, okay, what did I do last time? Or what are the things that, that I've been paid for? Or what, you know, yes. just put it around those skills. But then we end up with a really high percentage of people back in the same job that they wanted out of in the first place, back in the same environment with that same toxic boss or that same uncooperative team member or work that is just in very, very boring. And that affects everything across the board in our lives. And I think this idea of clarity has become, I'm giving you a very long-winded answer. I think this idea of clarity has become overly complicated. Like, I've got to know exactly what it is, or I've got to know. So people avoid it. I'm not clear and I'm desperate, right? I'm not clear and I'm afraid. But to be clear enough is really important. You don't have to have this exact thing. It's a really tough question to ask because I think it's really about sort of quality of life. Right. And it's, it's important too, because like people know, and you, you've heard this before a bunch of times, people know what they're running away from. It's like, I know that I was running away from a crazy hectic lifestyle where my schedule and hours were all over the place, a lot of my restaurant manager job that I held years past. Some people know that they don't like the instability of a sales position that they're in. They don't like the commission only structure, but it's like, what do you want and where are you headed towards? And that is, those are the things that end up making your LinkedIn profile, your resume, and they come across in the interview too. So the, the clarity piece is so important. So I think it's an important one to open up with. But I, ask, I have to ask because you emailed me about this earlier and I have to hear, I would love to hear some of your story here, but how does bravery, this theme of bravery fall into knowing where you're headed next and career clarity? What is this piece? So most of us are born into or find ourselves in environments. And that could be the environment in the home or in our communities, in our workplaces. And there's sort of the external environment and the internal environment. So I'm going to share, I'm going to share a little bit of my own story just for a second. I was born in Birmingham in England. And by the time I hit my teenage years and I was facing my exam. So in England, there's two exams at 16 and at 18. I failed my 16 year old exams at 16. And then I miserably, my father made me retake a couple of them. And then I failed my ones at 18. And that was a big deal because in England at that time, the tr what was presented to me societally within my family and certainly within my community and my school was, you've passed these exams, that's baseline. The better you do with these exams, the better the university. Once you're at university, you get your degree, then you get married, then you have children, then you accumulate wealth and then you retire and then you go get on a cruise or you go travel somewhere. Mm -hmm. And there's a dog and a cat in there somewhere. So that was the trajectory and that was the version of success that I was presented with. But I'm reaching my late teens and i am got a raging eating disorder. I'm binge drinking on the weekends trying to cope. I'm drowning in anxiety. I have no clue who I am. I can't even get through basic exams. So I'm really questioning my own intelligence. And I was getting worse and worse and worse. 
So the environment I was born into and the life was I was told I was meant to live didn't somehow fit within me. I was like, even if I want that, I'm not equipped for it because I'm all over the place. I tried a few jobs and then I finally moved myself out of Birmingham and down to London, which was a massive change. And then from London, and this is a very shortened story, I took a flight to Honolulu a year later. I never went back to England. Now that sounds like, well, that's, that's a tough choice, but actually <laughs> culturally, climate-wise, everything. I yeah. knew nobody. It's the most isolated landmass on the planet. Yeah. So yes, it's beautiful. And it took a lot of courage for me to stay there and try and rebuild myself and get on my own healing journey. I'm sharing this story because the life I was born into and what happened to me within it, the environment I was born into, what was expected of me and who I was didn't match. And when that's the case, you can't move forward and it takes a lot of bravery to say no to what your family wants of you. In America, we've got this very corporate landscape, the ladder climbing. This is what success looks like. This is what a successful person looks like, dresses like, acts like, sounds like. And if that's not you, but you're trying to do that, you're not going to have success. So it really takes bravery to look at your own internal environment and go, well, who am I in the context of this? And right. What are those choices? And we can't do that alone because mostly we're swimming in the waters of what we've been told. So if you want to get clear, you need a mirror. We need to help one another get clear. Expecting to get clear about something we've never seen inside ourselves or outside in the world isn't bad, it's too much. So we need to support one another in listening and in coaching and in therapy and in any of the spaces where somebody can help you figure out what it is that you want because it's there and then it'll open up a pathway for you. And I promise you that is the case for everybody. Thank you for sharing your own personal story. I think that stuff is amazing and serves as a great example for job seekers. You know, job seekers who, you know, just looking at a lot of it, I, I look at a lot of resumes every single day. And so a lot of those folks have perhaps career gaps because they're taking time away from their space or they're taking some time to figure out where they're going next. And there are so many different reasons why a someone might have a career gap or someone might be making some sort of change. Some of it can be a geographic. Some of it can be really deep and internal. And it, yeah, I think the bravery piece is something that I haven't, I think, spoken enough about on this podcast because it's not so easy to make a change like that when there are all these internal things going on right now. So, I mean, this is probably a whole nother episode. You can stop me if we need to move on to another one here. But how do I begin to cultivate bravery if it's something that's so essential for these changes that we have to be making? It's such a good question. And there's no cookie cutter response to this. It's very, very personal. So mm -hmm. here's an example. For some people, the first next brave step is looking at their financial situation. The first step. The first next brave step. Like going and looking at what do they owe? What are the bills they haven't paid? How much do they actually have? Money is a place that stops people. And sometimes you need to get into the next job, actually do. So I had a client who married two kids, wanted to move into a more social justice space. Her and her husband had accumulated a lot of wealth and she wanted to take a pay credit so that she could do something more fulfilling. And he's like, no, we've got this wealth goal. And she's like, we've already met it. And he's like, no, we haven't. Here are the numbers. And she wasn't able to do that. So she went to a financial planner. She looked at their situation. She came back. She made a spreadsheet and she presented it to him. And then they had a conversation and they made some different decisions. But she made some different decisions based on knowledge and where she wanted, how the, she wanted to support her family. So the next brave step may be, I'm really in the dark and I'm stuck and I need to get help. The next brave step may be, I've got to get out of denial about the fact that I need to make a change. I've got to stop pretending this is okay. The next brave step may be, 
I've got to stop trying to make my manager hear me because this is never going to happen. I've been trying this for a year, two years, five years. It's not happening. I'm going to put it down. I've got to find a new way through here. The next brave step may be, I'm going to stick this out another six months because it's hard, but I'm growing. So it's really, really personal, but it's, it's, it's usually the bravery lies in the places where we most feel this combination of fear and excitement. Earlier, we talked about like right before we recorded this, my second fantasy, which I've kind of let out on this podcast multiple times of doing music even more. I think a the financial piece falls into that. What you just brought up about finances, getting that into place. It's like it's you can't just go out and make a full income on it unless you're getting millions of streams, things like that. But is it really what I want? And I told you yes and no. I said yes, because it's exciting. It's something that I love doing, something I'm super passionate, but also no, because perhaps it's a form of escapism for some. Sometimes I just want to get out there and, and live adventure in my life and experience sounds and, and things that are exciting to me that I may not feel on a daily basis. So my question to you, given this quirky little music example would be, like, how do I distinguish between a fleeting desire and something that may be a form of escapism or something that I need to move to? I need to cultivate this bravery and say, heck yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It's a swing and a roundabout for many people. One of the things that I do in the, the fight deep framework that we'll get to is we'll get to is discerning true needs from escape fantasies. And you're really saying to me, like, I've got this music idea. Is it true? Is it not true? I mean, the second I say to you, is it what you want? You go, yes and no, then I know it's no, right? Because there's a no in there. You're not certain about it. And I think we get certain about, about things. Mm-hmm. But generally the flavor of it, right? Because we chase things because of how we're going to feel. And if you yeah. know that on your hardest days in the office, the, the musician idea is like, oh my God, that would feel so great. I'll just be strumming away at my guitar. I'll be singing. People in the audience are going to be happy, right? Free beer. Yeah. Free beer. I'm going to be welcome places. I'm going to play out a woman guitar out at events. Then some part of your brain's got to go, okay, but this is also a business. Yes. Do I want to do the business side of it? Right. You know, it's like if you want to be an entrepreneur, you can't just write. And that's intricately connected with it. So that's one way to sort of bring your feet right back down to the ground. If you want to be an entrepreneur, delivering the service is this much. (laughs) The rest of it is business building, as you know, and as I know. Yeah. I can't just coach. I have to market, I have to brand, I have to put myself out there. Yes. You've really got to love that side of it. You can't be a concert pianist unless you love the practice and the failure and the mess of it as well. Love it enough. Love it enough that you can keep going through it. I want to add this because this is really important. So bravery. We have an epidemic of, as I mentioned earlier, right? Depression, addiction. There's a lot of suffering going on. Bravery, I believe, is an antidote to that. So the braver we are in our lives, the more I say the thing, even though I'm afraid, the more I take the step, even though I'm afraid, the more I'm lined up with what's really true for me. And I do it in manageable steps. You know, I'm not, I'm not a cliff jumper. I don't believe in cliff jumping for most people. We do baby steps. The more we take those brave steps, we get out of the relationship that doesn't work. We start to really look at our career situation and see if we're clear. The braver we are in our lives, the more energy we have, the more creative we are, the more resilient we are clearer we are. So then from that place of, oh, I feel more me. I'm coming from an empowered place, internally empowered, no matter what's going on outside of me. Now, when I'm thinking about my guitar career, I'm weighing it in a different way. 
Because if my music career mm-hmm. is popping in because I'm depressed and I'm down and I feel disempowered and I right. don't know what else to do and I just want to get the hell right. out of where I am. I don't want that. I just don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Bravery, if we can cultivate the act of bravery on a daily basis or a weekly basis or start wherever you are, it changes your own internal DNA. It changes you on a cellular energetic level. Clarity becomes easier. Choices become easier. More choices open up for you. Love it. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes when you talk, I get so sucked in. I have nothing else to say, but wow. I'm sure other <laughs> other listeners felt that too as they're driving in their cars, walking, jogging, things like that. But that's amazing. And how you know these fleeting desires can be masked or they can be used to mask the things that we're seeing right now, whether that be anxiety, anxiety or depression. And I do encourage folks who do struggle and battle those things to go talk to somebody professionally about that because it can be huge pain and confusing in itself. But just the fact that we might be using these things to escape, I think is it's clarifying, I should say. But okay, bravery, how, and I know you, you're touching upon it, but what is the first step to cultivating bravery if we are in a place of, like if we are being masked by these things, like dislikes we have for our job and even some of these real deep personal things that are at play. I want to be brave right now. So what's the first step? Maybe the first step, and this isn't the first step for everybody, because there isn't a, the one, right. there isn't a thing for this. There just isn't. It depends on where you are in the journey. And even, sorry to interrupt, even examples and stories would help too. Hearing those things, I think, are, yeah. are paint a picture. So sometimes the first step is getting out of denial. So a very tangible example of that right. is when someone gets on a call with me. You don't get on a call with me unless you're ready to be some, do some brave stuff, right? I, I'm not a... You know, I'm just that kind of, I'm that kind of coach. So it takes something for somebody to show up on a call with me. And when I'm sitting, and I mean a discovery call, I don't even mean we've entered into coaching yet. I mean, we're just having a conversation. So for somebody to get to that point where they're like, I need support. For a lot of people, that is a very brave and very vital first step. Because this, this shit is scary. It's scary. You know, going and doing the old thing that you've always done that makes you feel the same way is, you know, it's known and it doesn't feel great and it affects your life. And by the way, bravery isn't the only antidote. It's just a factor that helps with some of these things. That's a known entity. And many people have been doing it for decades. To do it differently, usually we need someone linking on with us. And often we have, we're in environments where we don't have that. Many people don't have that. They don't have that, you know, that cheering squad at home. We're like, you want to do something with your, you do different with your career? I'm on board. Let's figure this out. Often it's like, no, 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 wait a minute. No, no, no. Do not reduce your salary. Do not take that kind of risk. You know, I know Marjorie over here. Marjorie failed at this. Often we're not in the environments to support the person that we want to become. So bravery is often, I think support is really, really big. Admitting to yourself sounds very 12-steppy, but there's a lot of value in 12 steps. But admitting to yourself, like, oh, this really isn't working. I don't know how I'm going to change this. I'm going to figure it out. When people get on a call with me and they start crying and telling me really how they feel, that is incredibly brave. That's incredibly brave. Sitting with our own feelings and going, this is how I'm really doing right Right. now. It's a doorway. You know, we're all trying to be so brilliant and figure things out and get our resume lined up and say the right things in the interview for the job that we don't even want and do all of that. But when we climb into our own hearts and our own bodies and we really sit and get very honest with ourselves, do and it's easier to do if we're not alone. It's easier to do with someone who cares and who can still skillfully help us navigate and isn't going to interrupt us and try and fix us. 
that kind of bravery, facing ourselves, being honest about who we are. That's where I start. Yeah. And I could tell you care a lot, Claire, just knowing you for the last six years. And one of the things you said, and this is apparent in your brand, is just you, a big part of your brand and your professional goal is to remove a lot of the pain and suffering that I think a lot of job seekers face. And it is, it is a lot. I'm blown away even just from having a resume service, which is more of a superficial document than something deeper. But I'm blown away how much career is impacted, how psychological truly working with your career is and how much of that factors into things. So I want to make sure we have time to preview this 5D framework. You've mentioned it before, and I think we need to have a separate episode on this. But what is the 5D framework and how does it tie into everything that we've talked about? May I just comment on something you just said about resumes? Yes. A resume, as I know you've seen, is can be a transformative document. Because when someone else presents me to myself in a way that enhances me, my skills, my experience, I have two choices. I can reject what I'm seeing or I can integrate it and let it in. And if I integrate it and let it in, uh, that up-levels me. Yes. That up-levels me to the next yes, stage. I hear you. And it speaks to like on getting on the phone with some of these clients and them speaking with a writer and actually having like getting it out of their mouth and not just on paper, but I think it's amazing and it is transformative. So I agree with that. Clients feel more confident. They feel like they're more armed better for their job search. So really good clarification there. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. So 5D is? 5D is years of coaching. I've been running this business 14 years, years and years of coaching and me finally sitting down and interviewing people and also looking at the process I was following with clients. Like the five stages of the career transition process. Generally, there's this stage and then there's this stage and then there's this stage and so on. So it's dream, dare, dive, decide, and design. Because everything's got to be put into some sort of sound bite and have the same letter at the beginning of it for it to work. Mm, always. So 5D is, it's really, a, and it's not a linear process because nothing in life is, but it's really just sort of a guidepost, you know, so that people can go, oh, oh I'm there. Okay, now I've got to go to there so they can see where they are because the change journey, even if it's just changing your job, it doesn't have to be a massive career change, is untethering, a little bit chaotic, and I think it's helpful to just have a general idea of the stages of it. So that's what 5D is. Could we preview one of the Ds? I say, what's what's dream about? And how does that tie into bravery and career change? Well, this is exactly what we were talking about earlier because D is dream and dream. And I'm very clear about dream. I've got a whole thing about dream. Because when we hear the word dream, especially in America, well, not just in America, but we upload like the idea. Now I'm playing my guitar again, right? And I'm on tour worldwide with whoever. That's not dream. Dream is this, it's this sort of intersection of what matters most to you, where your skills lie, the skills that you actually enjoy using and what you want to create with your life. So it's not always an individualistic viewpoint. It might be, what do I want to create for my family? And it depends where you are in life. Because if you're in your 20s, your dream might be, okay, I've got this long-term dream, but my next step is a, a lily pad towards that. And if you're later in life, you're legacy building. So clarifying your dream, it's sort of what do you need, what matters most to you at this time in your life, 
and what would be that ultimate career satisfaction for you? Mm. Dream is really fabulous. And it can be clear enough, and this is in the interviews, when I was asking people, what would be a dream for you? Well, I'd like a more fulfilling job. I'm like, that's good enough. <laughs> we can start there. I'd like to be respected for my skill set. Great. Let's start there. I love that. Clara, let's at some point, I think we need to dive into the rest of this because there's so much to unpack there. I think that's a really exciting framework. But again, I mentioned earlier in this episode, one of, I think, part of you is to remove the pain of suffering job seekers. It is, it's so tough out there just hearing the voices of many. So what would, for the person right now who is struggling to figure out what the heck job I'm going to get next, they may hate their situation right now, or these people may not be getting any sort of momentum in their careers right now. What would you tell that person listening in today? Everything you're thinking and feeling is normal. I can give you a million examples of a million other people. Maybe that's too many, but a lot of other people who are thinking and feeling it. All the things that you're doing and the things that you're not doing and that you're avoiding, everybody's doing it. So I want to really normalize whatever it is you're experiencing. I haven't yet spoken to somebody who's doing something that's off. Like this is So all of that is really normal. Please do something today that... I love this expression, a friend of mine uses this, that pulls you back to yourself. Pull yourself back to yourself. Go do something today. Give yourself a mental break. Even if you're like, but I haven't done anything for a week. I don't care. Go do dance, swim, go for a walk, call a friend, pick up your cat and stroke it. Take your dog for a walk. Yeah. Go buy a dog. Like whatever it is, do something that just soothes yourself. This Get out of this the phone screen in front of you and social yes. media and all that stuff that can suck you in. Get out all and do, it. yeah. Yes, tell with the news. I don't care what the news is saying. Yeah. I like it's just another, you know, maybe you'll pivot a little bit from it. I don't know. But yes, step away from the madness. Find your way back to yourself and do something soothing. Go to bed. Go take a four-hour nap. <laughs> I guess that's not really a nap, but yeah, do something soothing. All right, career warriors, that wraps up our conversation for today. I want to give you a little surprise. We're actually going to release a part two of this episode in a little bit. So make sure you're subscribed. In that part two, we're going to unpack the 5D framework. And I think this is such a powerful framework if you are looking to implement we're looking to move towards that brave, better future here. So make sure to subscribe and please, I recommend checking out Clara's stuff. I'll link her website in the description of this podcast episode. And I will also make sure to link her LinkedIn as well. So again, as I said in the beginning, let us know that you listened to this episode. One of my favorite things actually is when a fellow listener posts this episode on LinkedIn, on their LinkedIn profile and tags me and the guest. So I highly encourage you to do that if that speaks to you. But thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited for you and whatever your future may hold. I know that you have some great things coming your way. You're listening to this podcast episode and you made it to the end. So I think that says a lot about you. All right, Career Warriors, take care. Have an awesome, awesome rest of your week. Career Warrior Podcast. And before you go, remember, if you're not seeing the results you want in your job search, our highly trained team of professional resume writers here at Let's Eat Grandma can help. Head on over to letseatgrandma.com forward slash podcast to get a free resume critique and $70 off any one of our resume writing packages. 
We talk all the time on the show about the importance of being targeted in your job search. And with our unique writing process and focus on individual attention, you'll get a resume, cover letter, and LinkedIn profile that are highly customized and tailored to your goals to help you get hired faster. Again, head on over to letseatgrandma.com forward slash podcast. Thanks, and I'll see you next time. 